President Trump defends asking Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. There's no quid pro quo. Hackers already targeting the 2020 election. Cyber war has replaced the Cold War. The jobless rate at a 50-year low. 136,000 jobs. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition, sponsored by the Capital One Quicksilver Card. Jim is off tonight. I'm Gary Nunn. President Trump says it is not politics denying quid pro quo asking Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. If a foreign country can help us with respect to corruption and corruption probes, and that, I don't care if it's Biden or anybody else. CBS's Weta Jang at the White House. He was asked today, if you care so much about corruption, um, have you asked foreign entities to investigate yeah. anyone else uh, about corruption? And he said, I'll have to look into that. So it seems that, you know, if he was so adamant that this was important to him, that he'd be able to fire off either individuals or other U.S. companies that he has asked foreign entities to look into, and he wasn't able to do that. Biden's response today in Los Angeles. Even the people who support him know this man lacks character. Even the people who support him know he lies constantly. The House Oversight Committee late today sent a subpoena to the White House demanding documents on the president's effort to get Ukraine to investigate Biden. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders left the hospital today in Las Vegas after being treated for a blocked heart artery, saying he looks forward to getting back to work. His doctors confirm he did have a heart attack Tuesday. Microsoft says hackers linked to Iran have taken aim at the 2020 election, trying to snoop on email accounts of presidential candidates. Government officials and journalists also targeted. Just a few of those attempts were successful. Cybersecurity expert Adam Levin says this should be a wake-up call. Cyber war can be devastating, especially when you're talking about attacks on democracy, attacks on our power grid, our financial system, transportation systems. So this can't be taken lightly. There's no indication who was targeted or which accounts were compromised. The jobless rate continues to shrink. The unemployment rate dropped to a three and a half percent low, the lowest since 1969, so 50 years. The reason the number went down on the unemployment rate is because the labor force was a tiny bit smaller. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Employers added 136,000 jobs in September. Wall Street stocks closed the day higher. The week was mixed. The Dow Jones Industrials rose 371 points, a 110-point gain for the Nasdaq. Now this. New this afternoon, a man badly burned after an accident in a vineyard. This is between Forest Grove and McMinnville. KXL's Just McDonald tells you what happened. The man whose identity has not been released was putting up 40-foot poles with kites on them that scare off birds in what is known as the Dilly area when he hit a power line and 115,000 volts went through his body. Amazingly, the victim was able to call 911 and help pinpoint his location on the huge farm by what type of grapes were around him. David Niemeyer from the Forest Grove Fire Department talks about how severe of injuries electrocution can cause. Just like a, a gun does. You know, it goes in at one point and literally comes out your body at another, and all along that pathway, uh, it burns and destroys. The man was life-flighted to Legacy Hospital in Portland to receive treatment and currently is in the ICU burn unit. Justin McDonald, FM News 101. The Portland Police Child Abuse Team is investigating the death of a three-week-old baby in northeast Portland. Officers responded to a home near 25th and northeast Flanders this morning as EMTs performed CPR on the boy. They took the baby to Randall's Children's Hospital, where the baby was pronounced dead. Police and DHS are now investigating that death. 
No bail for the Vancouver man accused of shooting one person to death and wounding two others, says KXL's Rosemary Reynolds explains. It appears the 80-year-old got angry after his caregiver wouldn't accept his sexual advances. Robert Breck appeared in court in a wheelchair wearing a suicide smock. He's being held without bail. He could be charged with one count of aggravated murder and two counts of attempted aggravated murder. I stopped by Smith Tower Senior Living after the proceedings. This tenant had a lot to say. What was he like? He was an Really, he was very different. To me, he was a little off. According to her, Robert was known for being flirty and was frequently making unwanted advances toward women. And when he first moved in here, he kind of wanted to glom on to me. No, 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 no. And then one day he told me, he says, uh, we can't be friends with you anymore. We can't be friends. And I says, okay, but why? He says, because you call everybody honey or sweetie. And it makes me jealous. Court documents indicate Breck was upset because his caregiver refused to be his paid mistress. According to the woman I interviewed, Dean, the man who was killed, was trying to protect the women who got shot. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Oregon's governor orders a six-month ban on the sale of flavored vaping products. That leaves vape shop owners with no place to go except out of business. KXL's Mike Turner talks to a local owner. Marcus Nettles, owner of Rose City Vapors, says it's not something he planned for in his six years in the business. I can't sell any flavors, which is, you know, 80 to 90 percent of my business. Like, I, I don't know, man. There's, this is a strategy that I never took into account of having to plan for. The move is in response to recent illnesses and deaths related to vaping in Oregon and nationwide. Most of those are reported to be from vaping THC oils. The governor wants more ingredient disclosures. Nettles says he's already doing that for his customers trying to quit cigarettes. Transparency is on the bottles. You can see exactly what's in them, how much of each is in them, opposed to cigarettes that doesn't give you that information. Lawmakers want to ban flavored vape products and e-cigarettes because they appeal to underage kids. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Listen, we are inching ever so close to some double-doubles animal style. Kaiser's In-N-Out Burger is four months into construction, but still no firm word on when it will open. The Statesman Journal reports a company exec says construction usually takes five to six months and they start hiring workers a month before it opens. So there's the idea. <laughs> Much more on this very anticipated opening is at KXL.com. The nation's unemployment rate is at a 50-year low, but before you celebrate, you'll want to hear this report from KXL's Rebecca Marshall. About 136,000 jobs added last month, 114,000 in the private sector, and 22,000 were in government as we staff people for the census. Mark Hamrick from Bankrate.com says this positive jobs number was needed after a couple of rough economic reports earlier this week. Most important takeaway uh, for me this morning is that the fears of an immediate recession have been put on the back burner. So is recession totally off the table? It isn't a question of whether there'll be a recession. It's a question of when, how long it will be, and how deep it will be. He says right now job creation is slowing down. It's about a third less than what we saw last year. Rebecca Marshall, FM News 101. Portland's most news, traffic and weather. FM News 101. Afternoon with Lucinda and Cooper here on a Friday. And Portland's getting a taste of Lady Gaga's Of course you remember those shoes she wears without any heels. They're real. She's actually walking in them. And they're handmade by a Japanese artist who's in Portland as we speak. Uh, you can probably catch him this weekend. The world-renowned artist Noritaka Tatihana. This is his first ever solo show in North America. 
It opens at the Portland Japanese Garden tomorrow. Dr. Laura Muller is the art curator. You know, we're so used to seeing things on our televisions or on our smartphones or on our computer screens, and here we're giving people the opportunity to come to the garden and to see the work up close and personal. And that's a really amazing thing. It really is amazing. I looked at the photos of some of his art. His lecture, unfortunately, is already sold out, but the exhibit opens tomorrow, runs through December 1st. I gotta say, you do. You look at the shoes and you're like, how? How? Yeah. how does that, they don't how, have heels. It's all, well, ne- I'm glad you've asked because next week I'm actually going to talk about that, about the science behind it and his other art that he creates. Well, check that out. Visit Gresham Subaru today. Every new Subaru comes with a lifetime limited warranty. Find us at the big Subaru store with small prices or online at GreshamSubaru.com. little love for the Oregon State Beavers. From the KXL Sports Desk to explain, here is Peter Sampson. The Oregon State Beavers are a six-point underdog on the road facing Chip Kelly in UCLA. The Oregonians' Nick Daschle thinks that the Beavers' defense has improved over last season, especially against the run. If you throw out the, the Oklahoma State game, first game, I mean, they've given up, I think it's 3.2 yards against the run these last three games. Now, Hawaii and Stanford and Cal Poly aren't the world's best running games, but they're, they're, they're decent, and to, to hold on this team could hold any air against the 3.2 yards last year. And number 13 Oregon faces Cal Saturday night at Autzen Stadium. That's the first game with students back on campus in Eugene. The Ducks favored by 18 points as Cal turns to their backup quarterback. 5 p.m. kickoff there. Sports at 15 and 45. I'm Peter Sampson. FM News 101. Time now for the five things you need to know today. First. This is a wake-up call. And if not a wake-up call, it's certainly raising the volume on the fact that we've got a problem. That cyber war has replaced the Cold War. That we are under assault. That's Adam Levin. He's the founder of Cyber Scout. He's reacting to today's announcement from Microsoft about hackers. Apparently, they attempted to infiltrate a presidential campaign here in the U.S. The hackers are reportedly tied to the Iranian government. Death and illness from vape, uh, vaping rather remains a top story today. New vaping-related deaths are reported in Michigan and Pennsylvania. And the CDC says there are new cases of vaping-related illness reported every day. The advice, if you use vaping products... You should immediately seek medical attention if you have shortness of breath, chest pain, cough, fever, and or nausea and vomiting. That's Dr. Anne Shootcat with the CDC. She says a huge worry with vaping illness is who it's affecting, mostly people between the ages of 18 and 40. The U.S. Supreme Court announces it will hear a big abortion case out of Louisiana. CBS News reporter Kate Smith explains. The Louisiana case that is going before the Supreme Court, it's an admitting privilege case. Now what that means is that essentially the state law from Louisiana says that if you are a doctor that provides abortion, you have to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital. Now why that is so difficult is that there's no law that compels a hospital to give an abortion provider admitting privileges. In this case, justices will examine that controversial law in Louisiana and decide whether to uphold it. 
Of course, there is renewed interest here because of the high court's new conservative majority. He's been mostly silent since the Ukraine scandal broke last week, but Joe Biden went back on the attack today. Have you ever seen, rhetorical question, a president ever so unhinged as this guy is? That's what worries me. Let the House focus on what they're focusing on in the Senate, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to beat him on the marriage. At an SEIU conference, a Dems top contender for president slammed the president now. Trump Biden also defended his own family amid claims of corrupt behavior in Ukraine. There is no evidence, none, not a scintilla, not one little tiny piece. He was speaking to reporters there again. That SEIU conference says there's he rather is seriously worried President Trump will do something, quote, really, really stupid. And victims in Dallas are calling on the feds to audit the Dallas PD. Both of Jean's relatives joined activists to issue that call today. They say former officer Amber Geiger's recent trial shows Dallas police are, quote, incompetent to investigate their own. Geiger is going to prison for 10 years for killing Jean inside his own home. And those are the five things you need to know today.